fait, j'ai voulu te, te téléphoner pour te, te demander allô quelque chose quoi Hello and welcome to Arts Week. I'm your host, Candy Hammond, and my guest today is Christopher Ostrom, Producing Artistic Director of Wellfleet Harbor Actors Theatre. We're going to be talking about their upcoming season. I can't believe it's that time again already, Chris, and um, some other exciting happenings at WET. But first, I want to let you know that Company is opening at the Academy of Performing Arts in Orleans this Friday. And you can get tickets at academyplayhouse.org. And Cape Rep in Brewster is premiering an original musical, Archibald Avery, written by Pado, Seamus, and Macklin Devine on April 12th. And you can get tickets for that at caperep.org. Well, thanks, Chris, for coming in. I always, this is like one of my favorite things to do every year. And um, I always love yeah, so it's what's like a ritual <laughs> of spring for me. I feel like every <laughs> spring we do this, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> and again, it's just like, didn't we just do this? It's really scary how fast time goes. I think ever since 2020, like time is compressed in yes. this very strange way. It is. It very much is. It must be a relief to be, I mean, obviously, you know, we're not completely out of the woods with, you know, with COVID, but um you know, it must be a relief, though, to be able to be planning a season. It really is. After that doesn't so have to factor in quite so much. After so much uncertainty and plan, you know, having to plan for worst case scenarios for two years now, it is, mm -hmm. you know, I'm incredibly grateful that we're in a place in this society where we're close to normal or yeah. at least we're embracing. It's normal-ish. Yes. Normal-ish. <laughs> I, I hate yeah. that phrase, new normal, but it is. It's normal-ish. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, um, you know, and I think, you know, you and so many theaters did such a great job of pivoting and having shows outside and, and, um, but well, it certainly it's, speaks to the enthusiasm of this community for the performing arts. I mean, totally. none of this would have been possible if it wasn't really for the love and care of this community who said, mm -hmm. we're going to show up and we want this and we support yes. this. Yes. And I think that, you know, whether it's outside or inside, I think, coming together is just so important and having you know, that collective experience. And I was just listening to a wonderful podcast um, about going to movie theaters, you know, in a similar way and how, you know, and I, I hope that, you know, we haven't seen the end of people going to movie theaters because it, it is very different to be sitting in your living room you know, and going like, oh, did I feed the cat? And pausing the the movie or whatever. And then, you know, when you actually are in a theater, whether it's a live theater or a movie or whatever, it's like you're in it and you're in it together. And I just think it's so important. And it's so important that for a few moments of the day, you shut out the outside world, that you can be yes. completely absorbed in a story. Yes, you, know, you turn off your phone. And turn you... off your phone, turn off the okay. news, turn off that constant stream of information and just mm -hmm. focus and relax. Oh, definitely. No, I, so for that reason, I am very much looking forward to this and again, getting, getting the email from you, um, in this time of year is always, I'm just, I open it, open it with such excitement. It was like, what are they going to do this year? <laughs> so, so to that end, let's talk about what you're doing this year. Yeah. And, uh, 
now first up in your, your opening May 24th, right? So. Uh, yes, that... previews start May 24th with opening night on May 26th. Okay. That is Jesus Hopped the A-Train by Pulitzer Prize winning playwright Stephen Adley Girgis. Okay. I have not heard of this, so I'm... Ah, well, I'm... He, um, he was actually... Um, his latest show, Between Riverside and Crazy, was just on Broadway. Okay. Um, he's a probably one of the most prolific living playwrights today. Um, mm -hmm. His plays are gritty, they're real, they're human, but they somehow transcend the mundane of the everyday and enter more a more of a spiritual plane. Hmm. This play is set in Rikers Island prison in New York, and it's the story of a young man who is accused of killing a cult leader. Hmm. Um, who has a crisis of faith and his perceptions of redemption and justice and faith are really shaken when he meets a serial killer um, who is a very charismatic born again person. Mm. And their, their odd prison friendship really reshapes this young man's life. Interesting. Interesting. It sounds, it sounds dark, but I've got a feeling that there's probably, it's not all dark. It has, it has an incredible wit to it. I mean, mm. there, are, there are sections that are very, very humorous. And mm -hmm. I think we often find the humor in tragedy. And that I think this play in many ways proves that. But it's, oh, it's a tale of redemption. It's a tale of hope. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it challenges the viewer and it challenges the audience to think about issues of faith, to think about redemption, to think about forgiveness. Mm. Um, you know, cer certainly timeless messages um, and I think Girgis captures it so so beautifully. There's there's a there's a very natural poetry to his language. While he while he writes in a very approachable voice, mm -hmm. there's also this layer of poetry to it that really takes it to this beautiful reflective mm -hmm. place. That sounds lovely. Um, I will very much look forward to that. And again, that is the previews are May twenty fourth, and it runs through June seventeenth. Seventeenth. Okay. And um, next up, and this one looks very fun to me, the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, <laughs> because that could be a long evening. It could be a very <laughs> long evening. Nope. This is three actors perform all 37 of Shakespeare's plays. Yes, all 37 oh in God. just under 100 minutes. Oh now, certainly some liberties are taken to make this possible. Uh -huh. Uh, I think, I don't know, the, the quote about this show I like the best was from the Today Show. And it said, if you love Shakespeare, you'll like this play. If you hate <laughs> Shakespeare, you'll love this play. Oh, interesting. And I think it's an incredibly That's approachable way to knock down, you know, there's, there seems to be this wall around the work of the great bard that is held mm -hmm. in high esteem, as it should be. But a lot of people think it's not approachable work. And this is a really great tongue-in-cheek way of looking at all of all of Shakespeare's plays um, with a lot of humor, a lot of inventiveness, um, you know, and it's really appropriate for the whole family. It's something mm. that the whole family can come and laugh through. Oh, that's good to know. And we're going to kind of reinvent the theater-going experience here. This, this is a piece that's been around for about 40 years, mm -hmm. and it's been, it's been revised over the years, and we're one of the first U.S. theaters to do the latest revision which I think if anybody has seen the show before, they'll know there's some, there are some sections that I think in the present age um, just are, are really objectionable um, okay. from a taste perspective. And mm -hmm. they've really 
made a beautiful effort to clean up the language, to clean up the mm -hmm. characterizations and take out some, I think, potentially insensitive material to make it mm -hmm. more approachable again. Mm -hmm. But we want to also change up the theater going experience and reinvent how you come to the Julie Harris stage and make this a bit mm -hmm. more sort of if you were walking back into an Elizabethan theater, the raucous, oh, really? you know, the raucous quality of that, the standing, you know, at the edge of the stage, the the sharing of food, the calling back to the stage. We want to, this is not, this is not going to be an evening where you sit in your seat and relax. This is going to be a season, a, an evening where you are part of the show. So wear your sneakers, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You'll still have a seat, don't worry. But, you know, there might be a lot happening around that seat. Oh, that's interesting. That that seems like something very new. I yeah, don't yeah. think I've ever experienced anything like that there. It's, some, it's something I've wanted to do here for a long time is, is re-examine mm -hmm. the audience relationship to performance and that it's not something separate and distant from us, but it's actually mm -hmm. something that we are actively engaged in. And I thought mm -hmm. this was the perfect opportunity to experiment with that. And of course, RJ Tolan, the director, who I think our audiences know from right. you know, really spectacular epic theater over the years, um, is the right person to realize this vision. So we're very mm -hmm. happy that RJ is coming back. That should be very, very interesting. Okay, I'm going to definitely put that on my must-see list. And okay, so that one, the previews um, start, let's see, June 28th? June 28th and 29th. And we open on June 30th and okay. runs through the end of July. Okay. No, that does sound definitely very, very fun. Okay. And now the next one, um, I'm going to let you completely yeah, introduce so this. This is fun. I, I could not be more excited. We are offering the world premiere of a new play by Kevin Rice, who I'm sure is familiar to most of your listeners as the artistic director at Payamet Performing Arts Center. Right. Uh, but Kevin was also one of the six founders of what back in 1985. When you told me that before we started recording, I had no idea. I, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, Kevin's latest play uh, addresses the sports craze that is <laughs> spreading across the nation and ripping part families and communities at the same time. Neighborhoods are up in arms. <laughs> and that is Pickleball. Uh, so Kevin's newest play, The Pickleball Wars, uh, will premiere here at what this summer. Uh, previews August 9th and 10th and opening on August 11th. And it's the story of a retiree who just wants some peace and quiet and to write <laughs> his novel. And the, the solace of his retirement in Truro um, is broken up by his neighbor's incessant play of pickleball. <laughs> and without giving too much away, when he discovers the true identity of his neighbors, he's led down a path to question if there's something more sinister behind this sport that is spreading across the nation so rapidly. Hmm. So it's, it's very much a satire of what's happening in the world right now and actually happening in our own backyard right now with mm -hmm. a pickleball revolution. <laughs> no, it's funny when I saw that it was um, it was right on the heels of reading all about what was happening in Wellesley, mm. Mass, and um, that there's, you know, neighbors are up in arms over the incessant whacking of the, the ball and I have never played it, and I don't even know if I really know. Although I did watch this past weekend, 
um, John McEnroe and Andre Agassi in a pickleball <laughs> tournament. <laughs> and um, it was almost as, you know, well, you know, it's almost as scintillating as and, you know, the tag tournament that we watched last year on ESPN. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I can imagine listening to that could drive one a little bonkers. And um, so I think that this is such a great premise and it's very timely. And Very timely. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I also love that this production is reuniting a lot of the what family. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin, being one of our founders, wrote it. Daisy Walker, who is the daughter of Dan Walker, another one of our founders, mm-hmm. and has directed dozens of shows for us over the years, mm-hmm. will be directing this. And Dan Lombardo, who a uh, former artistic director here and our longtime dramaturg, is also working on the production. That's amazing. That's, That's so exciting. It's really nice exciting. to welcome back so many generations of our history. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's easy to forget. Now, what year? What year is this? For what? This is thirty nine, I think. Wow. I think next year, I think next year is forty. Wow. That's amazing. It really is. It's like, and, and look how far you've come from being. We're probably going to say that we're 39 for a few more years. <laughs> As but, one does. Yeah, we want to age gracefully. <laughs> so I just want to remind viewers and um, listeners, and you're not viewers, um, listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Arts Week on WOMR. And we're talking to Christopher Ostrom about the upcoming season at what? And um, so, well, I'm really excited about that one. I think that um, I bet you're going to have a lot of people and, you know, maybe you could set up some pickleball courts out in the parking lot or something well, for you, people. You, 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 you might want to sit on some of our marketing meetings then because there have been, there have been some great discussions about, um, you, you know, how do, how do we incorporate a little more pickleball into the show? Oh, that's so funny. Oh, I love it. I love it. I will look forward to that. And yeah, I'm actually, you know, I was saying to a friend that I was like, we should try this. I used to play tennis, so maybe <laughs> I can, I haven't done that in a long time, but all right. And so that, um, that opens, it's August 9th is the beginning of previews. And we uh, runs through September 9th. Okay. So, so people have plenty of time to, yes. um, to see that and to see it maybe more than once. So <laughs> So I um, postponed from the 2022 season um, betrayal is yes. finally going to come. I'm so excited about this. I think this is the third time I've been on your show to talk about <laughs> our upcoming production of betrayal. Uh, but I have to say this time we are not going to be postponing. Obviously, this was part of our 2020 season. Okay, let's knock was- some wood as we say that. Yes, okay. thank you. <laughs> Yeah, part of our 2020 season, which was was canceled and um, was meant to be part of our, our 2022 season. And unfortunately, a few weeks before rehearsals started last fall, um, one of our performers uh, was offered an HBO series. And wow. at that point, trying to recast virtually was very challenging. And we also had a little bit of a COVID concern in the background mm-hmm. and said, you know, for, to really do the best possible work we can do. Let's wait till next year. Mm-hmm. And an incredible opportunity surfaced in that time. And we were talking to our friends over at Harbor Stage. And to find out this is a play that's been very much on their list for years and something they're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And we both hit upon the idea of wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity for the two companies that share oh such a rich history to come together and create some work? 
And wow. I'm so excited to be, be partnering with our friends at Harper Stage to produce this show. Oh, that's really, really exciting. I had no idea about that. Very exciting. And Bob Croft is going to be directing. Okay. Um, you know, a theater artist I hold in incredibly high esteem. Yeah. You know, really, in this country today, I don't think there are many performing ensembles as strong as Harbor Stage. Yes. We are so lucky to have them in our community. No, they're wonderful. And I just, and I hold both theaters in such high regard. And it's, it's oh, I just, I'm, I'm thrilled that, you know, two well-fleet theaters are coming together to do this. So will some of the actors from Harbor Stage be appearing? And We're still sorting out all the details, but yes, we okay. do their company members being on stage. Wow. Oh, I love it. That's really, well, we will have to definitely promote the heck out of that one before. (laughs) I got a little chuckle out of the other day I was going through some archival images and the last (laughs) full interplay we produced was uh, the homecoming. This was back when Mm -hmm. we occupied the Harbor stage and Bob Croft was in the homecoming. Oh my gosh. So something, something about, the synchronicity the of all together, of the idea yeah. of going home again. For us, it's going back to our roots there. For them, since many of them came from productions here, I think the idea of a homecoming is 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 very appropriate around this project. Oh, that's really exciting. So, well, I can't wait. And that one, and that was kind of perfect because it opens September 20th with previews. So that's probably after their season. So yes, it's yes. kind of... Perfect. And it will run through October 14th. So definitely mark your calendars, people, for that one. I think I I, 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 I don't like using phrases like the theater event of the year, but I think for me, <laughs> it's the true highlight of our season. No, I think it's I think that both, that's very applicable here. I think, I think it's what both what and Harbor Stage yeah. do the best. Totally, totally. That's wonderful. Well, and speaking of what um Wellfleet Harbor Actor Theater does well. You've got some exciting news for about, you know, what for kids and youth theater. Yeah, so I think one of the the good things to come out of these pandemic years was the necessity to reevaluate all of our offerings and all of our programs and to look at them both from a financial standpoint, which is always in the background, but also an impact Mm -hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. And what, what programs do we offer that really make an impact in this community and which programs could do more? Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited that What for Kids is making an evolution this year. Mm-hmm. And you know, for over 20 years, What for Kids has been um, performances for youth and family audiences. It was started by the amazing Stephen Russell, mm-hmm. who we owe such a debt to for the creativity and the passion that he brought to this organization for you know, really early years, but specifically what for kids for 20 years. Um, But we've recognized that there's so much more that we can do for youth and families. And Mm -hmm. we are starting this spring, coming up on school vacation week, offering some workshops uh, here at the theater. Um, Two different sessions, one in the morning for ages eight through 12, and then the afternoon ages 12 up. And very similar that both sessions are kind of a peek behind the curtain uh, for young mm. people and mm-hmm. to talk about the various disciplines in theater, to play some theater games, to create their own props or costumes, to rehearse a scene and try to try to be an actor for a moment. Um, mm. Just a, a taste of, of the world of theater. And um, I think many of your listeners will know our two teaching artists, 
uh, Brittany Wolfs, who's been on our stage mm -hmm. last summer in Marry Me a Little, who's performed everywhere out here, is an incredible artist. Um, we'll be offering one of the sessions and our own Paige mm -hmm. O'Connor, who um, I, I feel like she's grown up here at What, uh -huh. um, having been an intern here and then making her main stage debut last season in The Revolutionists, will be leading the other session. Wow. But what's really important to me is that the access to the arts, especially for young people, is, is, there are no barriers to that access. Mm -hmm. so, so the cost of participating in these workshops is only $25 for the week. Oh my and gosh. no one will be turned away for financial need. Um, it, it's really important to me that in order to create a more equitable and diverse theater, we need to create the greatest amount of access to theater. Mm -hmm. And that certainly applies to young people. So mm -hmm. we would love sure. to see this theater filled with curious young mm -hmm. theater makers um, during school vacation week this year. Oh, that's exciting. And this is just the start. We're actually in the fall going to be offering more classes and workshops for all ages. Mm -hmm. And the ultimate goal of this is working towards um, offering more performances in the off season for families mm -hmm. and performance mm -hmm. opportunities for young people. That's wonderful. You know, I, I will admit it's been a blind spot of mine. I think the conventional wisdom has always said, oh, there aren't a lot of families out here. Oh, there isn't enough population out here in the winter. And I'm ashamed to admit I, I bought into that thinking. Mm. And I, I'm so grateful for the people who've opened my eyes, um, one, to the, the, the vibrancy of the year-round community here, mm -hmm. uh, but also to the need, uh, the yeah. need to create opportunities for young people. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's... It's fantastic. And especially for kids coming from the outer Cape, you know, because you can you can draw kids from Provincetown, from Truro, Wellfleet, East Ham, Orleans, we you know. Parents last week. It was very inspiring to talk to parents in this community um, to find out what they need and what they want from us and what, what we could offer them. Mm -hmm. And they pointed out you know, geographically how well suited we are to draw from this mm -hmm. entire region. Yeah. And again, something I'd never thought about, certainly a blind spot on, on my part. Mm -hmm. Now, is this so? This is open to any kid. You don't have to have had any no no theater training, or... no theater experience. Mm -hmm. It's you know it it's good for the theater curious and for the the seasoned performer. Uh, all are welcome, and all I think will find um, a lot to do and enjoy that week. Wow, well, I I think that's really great, and especially as a parent with now very much grown children, April vacation was sometimes kind of. Like, what are we going to do if you're not in the position to be going to Florida yeah, or something? Yeah. But, and, you know, what a reasonable fee to to charge. And I think that's really exciting. And uh, so how do people sign up for so, that? Uh, you visit what.org. Um, there's more information mm -hmm. about both classes. Uh, you can sign up right there on the website. Um, it's just a, a quick little form to fill out and we'll take your payment then. If mm -hmm. um, you're curious about scholarship opportunities, please reach out to any of us at the theater. Give us a call or you can mm -hmm. email us at what's happening at what.org and we'll get back to you right away. And, um, you know, we're, we're very excited to be to be welcoming more and more young people into this theater. Oh, I think that's great. Well, you have such an amazing facility there and, you know, it's a perfect place and oh. and I think I don't know I because not not all kids are sports kids <laughs> and they're not all stem kids and so I think it's really great to have um, something available for kids on the cake that um, 
you know, plugs into the, the more creative kids that may be looking for a place to land and, um, and to build community. And, you know, we certainly have seen, you know, with all of the, the mental health issues that are, you know, that are going on in this country, the community and having friendships and belonging is, it's huge. It's really, really important. I think also too, it's a chance to turn off the screen. Yes. <laughs> Not be stuck behind a screen for a few hours a day. Yep. Oh, totally, totally. I think that's great. And, uh, so, well, good for you. I'm really excited to read more about it and to hopefully maybe in the fall we can have, we can talk about it on, on Arts Week and see what's oh, going on. So um, this is the time of year too that people can get their theater subscriptions, their ticket yes. subscriptions. And yes. so um, I'm sure that you were happy to help people Yes, uh, so subscriptions are now on sale for the summer season. Mm -hmm. We have an offer right now through April 15th to see all four shows for only $75. Oh my gosh. And this, uh, wow. so I think it comes out to about $18 a ticket or something, um, which is a tremendous deal. And again, visit what.org and uh, sign up there. Uh, four mm -hmm. tickets, $75. We also have you know flex passes if you want to need a little more flexibility in your schedule and want to buy... Uh, you know, get a discount on four tickets to one production, or if you're only here for unlimited amount of time this season, mm -hmm. see two shows. Uh, so those are also available. And then uh, single tickets will go on sale on May 1st. Okay. Now to circle back to what for kids, will there be a what for kids production this summer? Or is that going to be that you're in flux about things? Or Well, we have two kind of exciting opportunities coming here. And that is um, payment is relocating their circus camp to what? Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> so we'll be hosting the Payment Circus Camp this summer, uh, which will be on the site where we traditionally have the What for Kids productions. I see. And we're working with Payment on some youth and family programming. Oh, that's great. And we will also be offering a sunset story hour on select nights <laughs> oh, I here love at it. the theater. Uh, members of the company and some of the young artists from our internship program will be offering dramatic readings of popular childhood tales. <laughs> Just out in front of the theater, very casual, bring a blanket, um, bring some snacks and um, enjoy the sunset and a little storytelling. Wow. Now, is, and is that free for families? That's free of charge. And wow. uh, so um, we'll be announcing the full schedule of that closer to July. Mm -hmm. And so, and people will be able to go on the website and see you know, days and times website and, and, and just, and just show up. No tickets are necessary. Just come bring mm -hmm. a blanket and um, enjoy a half hour, 40 minutes of, you know, storytelling and mm -hmm. maybe some short plays. Oh, that sounds very fun. Well, I love as we, you know, get ready to wind up here, Chris. Um, I love this pivot that seems to be going on at, at what, and it's great. It's um, very inclusive and, and really um, evolving, and I love that. Well, I think so. one of the, one of our core values, and I think it's one of the values that we need to put a little more effort into, is listening better and being mm -hmm. listeners. Yeah. And all of this came about from really listening to the needs of the community and listening to the needs of our partners in this community. You know, mm -hmm. Payment approached us with, "We have a problem. We can't have the circus camp in our normal place this year. Can you help?" And of course, the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, we are. We are a small little spit of sand here, but I think we all have to look out for one another. 
Definitely, definitely. No, well, I'm, for one, extremely excited about everything that's coming up this summer. And, um, and maybe, maybe my granddaughter will be visiting and I'll be able to bring her to a story. Time. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Well, thank you. As always, I um, I love talking to you and it gets me psyched and gets me out of the winter doldrums to think of what's ahead. And um, so I encourage everybody to go to what.org and you can see what's coming up and get yourself to the theater this summer. Katie, thank you. Anyway, okay, we'll see you next time on Arts Week. Pour te te demander Allô, quelque chose quoi Quelque chose quoi